And you had to literally remind yourself that, hey, man, God got this. Amen. And, you know, the struggle part about it is this is that God wants us to begin to remember that he has us before we even get to that place. Amen. amen. Before we even get to that place. Amen. Tonight, guys, we have a light night. Amen. A light night. Amen. I know um, Brother Ron got to get back to that now. Amen. But we got a light night tonight. Is that all right? Is that all right? Amen. Hey, hey. 745. Hey, 745, amen. You talking about the bingo? You talking about the bingo? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Amen, amen. Well, we going to come on with it. I want to just welcome everybody who's tuned in with us, amen, back to the TKHS, the Kingdom Our Show, amen. Um, this is our segment. Um, this is our worship this is our bible study amen uh so that we can be equipped amen uh we want to give huge shots out to our sponsors and supporters amen miss baby sweet treats amen we on destiny shine records all pre-construction amen angelic house of hope amen uh we just want to say thank you kingdom life central amen we say thank you we are just super excited for the move that god is doing amen and we just thank you guys for praying for us and and praying with us, amen, amen, it makes a big difference, amen, so without any further ado, amen, Brother Ron, we want to dive into it, amen, and so tonight, we want to just, um, we want to begin to, to, to wrap up our spiritual development sessions, amen, we know that spiritual development never really wraps up, right, 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 because we are always being spiritually developed, so for the past several weeks, amen, we've actually been coming from um, the book of Ephesians, chapter 4 and 11, where the scripture talks about the callings, amen, the callings, amen. But tonight, tonight, we want to begin to identify, and we want to ask some personal questions tonight, amen. Or y'all want to interact with us this evening, amen? Because let's think about it. When we think about church, amen, we get the spiritual stuff, amen. But a lot of times, that stuff get cross-wired, and we don't know how to, how to apply this thing to our life, amen. When I'm going through something in my personal life, amen, I don't know what scripture to apply to that thing, amen. So how do we deal with that, y'all? Somebody talk to me. How do we deal with the application of the word? How do we deal with the application of the word? Don't everybody speak at once. Well, we use the application that's applied. Right. So how are we applying the word? How are we applying the word? I believe application comes from faith. You got to believe in order to apply to believe that it, it's gonna, the word is going to work. Okay. I, I get it, amen. But I, I would personally challenge you on that, amen. Uh, when you say application comes through faith, amen. I get that part where you have to believe the word, amen. But application is that works part. Yeah, I was going to say, you have to live what you, uh, you have to live that word. Okay. And you that's, have to talk it, you have to breathe it, you have to eat it. Okay. I mean, that, that, that sounds real, real good, but how many of us literally live like that? Come on. Eat, breathe, and live in the word, amen. Not all day. Come on. I mean, I live like that all day, every day. I ain't lying. Even when I'm joking. Elvis, Jay, how did you get there, Jay? Man, watch out with that, bro. How did I get there? He being funny, but I'm going to tell you how I got there. I got there by application. Yeah. Literally, I got there by application. You know what I'm saying? And it's not saying that I'm here or that I'm there, but I'm just being honest, amen. Every single day, I live and breathe the word, amen. Yeah. Because... Man, look, let me tell you something. Say, life gets real ugly at times, amen. 
And let me tell you something, man. You could be sitting there minding your own business and fear do not knock on the door. Fear come and kick that ball off the hinges. And guess what? When fear kicks it off the hinges, he's going to bring his cousin worry with it. You could be all the way in God, sold out, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and sitting there having a whole panic attack. For real. Going through depression. Going through what you're going through. But why is that if I'm a believer? Hey, because those things are real. So how do you combat that stuff? Hey, bro, I got to use the word of God. I got, okay, now it goes back to what you said. I got to go back to what I believe. I got to go back to what I believe. Go ahead. You had something? So this is the question on the table tonight because we've been going over a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? But we've been going over the same things in regards to spiritual development. Understanding what you call for. Understanding why you've been called. Okay, why did God call us? Nobody talk to Because he loves us. Amen. Amen. Brother Larry hit that broad scale on me. Amen. That's true. He called us because he loves us. Amen. But he also called us for another reason. Huh? To teach his word. Amen. Okay, is it just to teach his word? No, to go see about his people. Go see about his people. So he called us for the edification of his body. He called us that we could equip other believers. How many times we get caught over trying to equip somebody that's not a believer? And what happens in those situations? They need you broke, busted, and disgusted. Bad. <laughs> So this is why God has called us according to Ephesians 4 and 11. See? So we have to do what? We have to identify our callings. Amen. What have you been called to? Amen. So now it's time to really get down to it because you got a lot of people, man, they operate in the wrong lane. They operate in the wrong lane. If you got too many people in the wrong lane, then it's going to cause a traffic jam, amen? And when the traffic jams, it causes us to stand still, amen? Yeah. And when you stand still, it causes frustration. Let's be real. When you're in that traffic jam, you do you not get frustrated. Yeah, it can also real. cause a... You want to cut through grass and exit uh, <laughs> off the... Oh, oh, you want to take the on-ramp as an off-ramp. Also, like you said, like when we use traffic, uh -huh. it can cause an accident. Absolutely. And in an accident, you can be left in pain. Uh -huh. Come on. That, um, from that accident. Absolutely. And, it, and, it can, and I'm going back to that thing as far as when you said, if you say you was called to be, uh, if God said you was called to be a teacher, but then you mm -hmm. said you was a prophet. Yeah. Yeah. And then when the world don't accept you, that come to accident. Uh, Hey, hey, you, you, you want to go, go deep, deep, deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's a pastor. Queen. He's one of those people who want to put you on. He's one of the people that want to put the Holy Spirit. But so, so good evening, everybody. Tonight we're talking about we're talking about where are you in life? Period. Right. So let's talk. Let's talk. Where are you in life? Where are you in life? You had your hand up? No. Oh, I thought I'd say that's what I'm talking about, bro. <laughs> Don't own it. You feel me? So, y'all talk to me. Where are you in life? Well, y'all want me to start? Huh? Where are you getting to? Where are you getting to? Where are you getting to? To the place and told us to 
So if the laws draw down on you with the things, you gonna be in a half state of surrender? Or what, what type of surrender will you be in with a gun pointed at your head? You gonna still be trying to argue, huh? No. You gonna still be trying to plead your case, huh? No. And you done looked the man who got the gun on your head, you done looked him in his eye and you done seen that he wasn't playing. You say one more word, he could blow your memory. What you gonna do? So the thing of it is, is that why does God have to keep us in a place of, of, of fear to cause us to surrender wholeheartedly? See, the word of God says, this is a he says that I'm not going to hear you until you call on me with your whole heart. Is that not in y'all word? I say, look, man, see, the thing of it is, is this self. We've been getting passes for so long, we think God really cool with our foolishness. Where's the lie? Huh? We've been getting passes so long. Remember I told y'all in the book of Ecclesiastes, the word of God declares, he says that we do wrong. Why? Because we're not punished for doing wrong at the time that we do wrong. Lisa, what happens if you punish the children every time they get out of line? What, what happened? What happened? But the thing of it is, is that they'll be mindful, and depending on the, the type of punishment that you're given, you see what I'm saying? Because sometimes a certain type of punishment, you can become immune to it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, I know if I do this, it ain't going to do nothing. Give me a time out for 15 minutes. Maybe a day the most, you feel me? So, I'm going to take my game from you, so let me just go ahead on and give you the game, because I know this is what you're going to get. Yeah. So, so, so. But when you begin to bow. I know the law called it child abuse now, but look here, bro. How many of us really got child abuse when we was growing up? Got the hands put on you. Did that not make you a better person? Huh? Did that not really teach you what you need to do to raise your children? Man, you can't tell me how to raise my child, bro. Hey, because I'm the one, look, bro, if you can do a better job, tell me. You want to call them people? Come get Okay. I know parents be tempted on. Uh, Testing children and threatening children with that quite often, and I call them for you. Don't let me call them for you. Never call them for you. But 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 think about it. If God if God is telling you not to do X Y Z, how many of you know when God is telling you not to do something? Come on. And how many times do you still do what He's telling you not to do? Now think about this here. If He punched you in your neck every time He told you not to do it, hey. Hey, if he punched you in your neck every time he told you not to do it, how often would you be doing it? Because you would actually consider boy, punch me in my neck last time, boy. Still ain't right. Y'all, y'all see that thing, man? My mama kicked me one time. Y'all ain't seen that thing. And so this is so where where are we? So you say you're getting there. Bro, how much time do you think you have? When does the I'm getting there transitions into okay? When does that happen? Anybody? When does that happen? Because see, you're not the only one struggling with a complete surrender. Why do somebody y'all talk to me, please? Why do we struggle in a surrender one? Because you still you still want to do what you want to do. Oh. I mean, so it's when you still want to do what you want to do and then still try to surrender at the same time and just just don't weigh the same, so instead of going down and up and down, it's like you want to do right. Uh-huh. It's like you, you 
almost feel like, okay, well, I'm, I'm just, maybe if I do this, this, and this, then maybe I can still do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. I get that. But you know what that's called, right? You want to do right? Because see, even Paul says that whenever I go to do right, evil is always present. But you know what that's called, right? I want to do right, but I want to do me. I want to do right, but I want to do me. Y'all don't see that south side two-step in that thing? I want to do right, but I want to do me. You're wavering. And the scripture says that a double-minded man is what? Unstable. And how many of their ways? All, all. all of their ways. So I want to do right, but yet I want to do me. And so so the thing of itself, what if I told you this here, bro? That look here. You can do whatever you want to do. It's in the word. It's in the word. The word of God says that you are at liberty to do whatever it is that you want to do. He says that, but in everything that you're doing, is it beneficial? Oh, oh. So now this is, this, this presses the envelope to, to say, okay, now it's time to make some grown people decisions. So I can do whatever I want to do. How many of us want to do stuff that's unbeneficial? How many of us want to be in a relationship that's not beneficial? Come on. Every relationship. There's three phases to a relationship. Anybody want to take a stab and say what they are? Three phases to every relationship. What are they? That choice before. I did. What's that one? Emotional. Nah. Personal. <laughs> that's that's success. Physical, personal, financial, personal, financial, spiritual success. What's the three phases to any relationship? And it don't have to be a man-woman relationship. It can be a friend-friend relationship, a business relationship. What are the three areas of the relationship? This is the three areas. I want to tell y'all that anybody want to stab, better say it look like you got it on the tip of your tongue. You want to say, Lisa, what you say? That's, that's qualities and characteristics that's needed in every relationship. You got to have all, trust, quality, you got to have all of that. But that's not it. The three things to the relationship is this here. If we in a relationship, it could be I win and you lose. Ain't nobody ever been in that type of relationship where you win and the other person was losing, uh, because you was <laughs> you you was just finessing, running game. Oh, uh, anybody in a relationship to where they won and you lost? Anybody ever been in that type of relationship? Huh? So the third part, the third relationship is this: it's the win-win relationship. The win-win relationship, Johnny, is I win, you win. That's the relationship that we need to be in. Every aspect of life. In God, in business, whatever. It has to be a win-win relationship in order for us to progress in this thing. So in God, see the thing of it is, this, and the sad part about it is that in God, a lot of times, we win and then God loses. Because that goes back to what you were saying, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm not ready to stop doing me. So what's keeping us from a complete surrender? I mean, I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember my surrender. I remember my surrender. I was in a room with on Clarence Callahan Jr. They know who I talk about. That's my cousin. One of my first cousins. Johnny, we had came off a long day of hustling, boy. Talking about we was on that now getting in. Illegal hustling, right? And man, God had been dealing with me, tugging on me, tugging on me, man. And we made it back to Perry Street. Son. 
we was back there in my room, you know what I'm saying, in my little room, you know what I'm saying. And I told him, I looked at him, I said, bro, I said, I'm done, bro. He's like, yeah, 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 me too, me too, me too, me too, me too, me too. I said, bro, I don't think you, bro. I said, I'm finished, bro. Man, me too. I said, bro, I ain't selling no dope. I said, look, I ain't selling no more dope. I ain't smoking no more. I ain't drinking no more. I said, I'm done. Me too, me too. I'm finished, Jay. We fit to live this thing for the Lord. I said, no, bro, I'm about to really live for the Lord. He said, me too. I said, bro, it's no more sweet.
but I knew that I became confined to the bed daily. I, I slept a lot. And, you know, I didn't want to go nowhere. We were always, you know, with in, invites. And when it was time to go, you plan to go in your mind. You're planning to go. But then when it's time to go, you be like, oh, and you end up not going. And um, that's that's such a serene, that's just a, such a real place. And then in that, it plays that 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 attack plays with the mind. Right, right. You know, it have you questioning, was I really called? Mm. Mm. Am I really who God? Am mm. I really who? Now everybody could see the oil. They could see what's up on you, but me, shot. Free me up tonight, Jesus. But ooh. Mm. 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 But when you um all it took for me a wake up, my wake up was, ah oh, man, I, I was in this place and didn't know. But it was like when um my husband came home one day and it was probably like early in the day. Um and he came in the room, I was still in the bed, and his thing was, babe, I shared that with you, I think. I say, babe, I say, if uh, he say, babe, uh, I know what's wrong with you. I said, what? No, I didn't say what. I just looked at him. And he said, you've been depressed. And it was then when that thing was called out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. And it was then when I felt like I, I, it was like, you know, a shock. It felt to me, I'm going to tell you, it, the sound of it was like the crack. You know how you, you break a carrot stick? And that's the only thing I can always refer to it as being. That thing broke. Amen. It was dress. It was, it was it called was, out. It was called out by name. Come on. Well, I want to say um, where I am, where I am, um, I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with, well, I felt like I was dealing with the season of loneliness. And I was sharing this with Sheba that I think I became numb. Not I became numb, but I, I feel like I prayed about it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to accept God's going to, God is going to, to provide that, that family life, that, that, I, that intimate family life that I desire. And I feel like I was doing okay with it. But it was the series of uh, just recent series of events that have occurred that sent me Sunday. Sunday, I found myself in that place and I found myself in the bed because I was, well, Lord, why? Why? Today is Sunday. I'm supposed to be with my family, Lord. And I was like, girl, you know what? You, you question God too much. So I put myself in the bed. So I, I feel like I'm. I, I know what God is going to do for me, and I know that God is going to provide. But then I'm still like, okay, I'm still in a in a place of when, Lord, why? Of, of the questioning of when my time. But knowing, okay, I, I do know that God is always on time, and, you know, the time is coming. But I just, it's kind of like wrestling, wrestling with the flesh. I, I'm wrestling with my flesh. What is actually I'm wrestling between how long, God? Yeah. Because as humans, what we tend to do is we tend to put God on a time frame. But you can't forget that there is no time in God. Yeah. yeah. 
there is no time in God. Remember, the word of God says that one day with the Lord is that of a thousand years. And so we're always wondering, when is my time? It seems like I've been going through this for so long. When is my time? But let me, for depression, uh, for loneliness, for, for every single piece, you have to learn how to live victoriously by the Lord. Yes, yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Which I thought I was doing, Pastor Come on. And so, and the thing and see, and so this is the thing, because I get it. I'm telling you the truth. I get it, because it's like, I've been good for six months. So when some jump off, it's like, hmm, I thought I had conquered that. Yeah, yeah. But then you got to begin to talk with yourself. Like, bro, why are you feeling like that? See, I've been blessed because I've always had an escape through my writing. Yeah. I write it out, you feel me? And look, y'all can do the same thing too. You know what I'm saying? It may not be poetically or, or rapping, you know what I'm saying? But you can you can get that out of you. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is how many of us have really learned how to live by the moment? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, things come up against me. And so I'm like, okay, bro. Like even at work, you know what I'm saying? You give me a whole bunch list of stuff that I gotta get done. You know what I'm saying? Okay, something simple as this, Johnny. Jay, I need you to go to the store and I need you to get 25 bags of sack cream. The overwhelming part is, man, 25 bags of 80 pounders? So I say, cool, man. And so I'm, I'm, I'm being serious with y'all because I get it. So I pull up to the store and, man, I, 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 get, my, I get my 25 bag. And, bro, you, know you know how I find peace in that? I start counting down as I load. I even wanted to go back to work. Like, he's looking for the best for me because I'm not really from anything. Come on. But I feel so isolated. I've been wanting to go back to work, and I feel so like that's my leader. Like, and I get it. Like, you, you want me to focus on what I need to be focused on. It just to have your day because I'm trying to transition. So. Right, right. And look, I want to encourage y'all in this area too, bro. Learn how to pull on what's around you. Yeah. Run. Run. Come on. I was just going to say, man, you know, with hearing everything, I hear a lot of emotion. You know what I'm saying? Feeling. I feel. Feel this, I feel that, and that's the key. We got to learn how to get away from those feelings and go towards what we know. We know Let me ask you this: here. What are our feelings and emotions for? Yeah. Because we got them. Yeah, they there for something. We got them. What are they there for? Anybody know what your feelings and emotions are for? Just to see, like I've learned. Somewhere down the line, I've turned my feelings like into like a weakness. So I, I tend not to want to show my feelings at all. Like, but that's like, thank you. That's not good. We was talking, we was talking, was it? Yeah, we was talking about how in my in our parents' era, mm -hmm. how they was taught to be, the men was taught to be strong. Mm -hmm. and, and they were so it, broken. Yeah, and they were so, yeah. and it was hurt. And it was a, uh, it was, you wasn't supposed to cry as a man. Like crying was going to take your manhood from you. 
So what do you do with this mess? I'm going to take this and I'm going to fix this. Y'all see what I'm saying? I'm about to move all of this up into here. And I'm going to begin to see light everywhere. See, the word of God talks about isolation too. In Proverbs 18 and 1, the word of God says that a man or a woman who isolates themselves seeks their own desire and they turn from all wise counsel. So that's not good. Hide your emotions. So, so say what you do, man. Look, bro, it be sometimes, man, I be needing to talk to somebody, bro, and I be like, man, who can I get on the phone? Nah, I was just, I'm saying, I thought, like, isolation was good sometimes when it's God isolating you so he could talk to you. That's different. But when you isolate yourself, see, sometimes you need a sabbatical. We're going to talk a little bit about that in the next 20 minutes. Folks, that was <laughs> but sometimes some, when you, you have you have to know the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, don't nobody understand what I'm going through, man. I'm, now you ain't your business. Well, how in the heck do you feel? Don't nobody understand what you're going through. So you mean to tell me what you're going through just started with you? Yeah. Ain't nobody else ever been through what you're going through, right? Ain't nobody else ever been down in the dumps. Ain't nobody else ever been hurt. Ain't nobody else ever been lied to. Ain't nobody ever ever been lied on. Bro, how do you come to the conclusion that you are the only one going through what you're going through? I think a lot of that is pride, though, bro. Like, a lot of stuff get untold because you know that you put yourself in that situation, so you don't want to talk to nobody about it. So you don't want to be embarrassed. Kind of, sort. So you don't want to be embarrassed. Anybody got a fear of being embarrassed? I don't want to be embarrassed. I find comfort in the word because God said, look here, I will never embarrass you. The only thing that's going to embarrass you is your flesh. You get to cutting up in your flesh. You you get to moving in your flesh. So this is why. This is why. And this is another mistake that a lot of church leaders make. A lot of church leaders thrust themselves into into ministry work to cover up some stuff that they really not addressing. That's not healthy. That's that's not healthy. The, the part with the with the with the with the spiritual development is itself. I'm being spiritually developed that I can learn how to live naturally. So with my spiritual development, that in which I receive and believe, it will change what I naturally see. Come on, let's be honest. Anybody ever seen something happening for them spiritually change their natural outcome? Anybody ever been down in the dumps and you took a second to break? And once you said amen, it was a brother. Yes. Amen. Learn how to live in the moment. Conquer the moment, right? And so this is the thing that we're talking about because we have to understand that all of these things that we've called out are real. But at the end of the day, you can't be going back and forth. One day I want to do God, and the next day I want to do me, and the next day I'm, look, bro, if, 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 if I'm up today, and I'm not up in the morning, I'm going to sit there till I figure out what's going on. I will repeat a whole playlist to see what song made me feel good yesterday. It be some days, man, I get up in the morning time, bro, and I be trying to go through and do what I do to spend time with God, and I just don't be feeling it. I, anybody ever been there? You intentionally getting up to spend time with God and you just don't feel it. I don't feel it. And so that, at that moment, I got to say, Jake, it ain't about your feelings. Yes. 
time that anyway. And sometimes I press pause to go into prayer, and it seems like, man, this is just so mediocre and ain't nothing happening. But I stay there. I stay there. And as long as I stay there, guess what? The Spirit of God begins to open that thing up. The Spirit of God begins to turn. The Spirit of God begins to move. And before I know it, he can move me. Smooth out the place. When I close my eyes and go into meditation, man, a clock be going off in my head. But when I open my eyes, it seems like the time ain't even moving. So I'm being dead serious with y'all. With spiritual development, man, we have to make sure that every part of our life is in alignment with God. Our thoughts, our will, our activities. And so this don't make you super spiritual, but this makes you a person who's gaining in life. This yes, amen. Yes, amen. So what do I do with depression, bro? Okay, man, depression is real. I'm going to run my mouth to whoever I need to run it to to get it off. I learned how to own. I, me and my wife, we don't argue, right? We disagree, but we don't argue, right? Because I learned that, you know what I'm saying, if she mad at me, she'll begin to shift that energy on me. You feel me? And so she done got it off her chest, and I'm left with the bag. I'm mad. So I learned we can't be doing that. We can't transfer that energy. We can't trap it. I'm saying energy, but really it's the spirit. We're not going to do that. So as we begin to develop, and this is why, y'all, it's so important to get the spiritual development. You're not just coming to church to come to church. you got to take what you're getting, and you got to begin to apply it. You gotta put it into action because if you don't put it, you're gonna be tested, point blank, period. You will be tested in every single step that you take. But you gotta keep taking your step. How many times have you been tested on your job? Anybody been tested at work? Huh? And what did you do? You kept stepping. You kept stepping. You get to tell a little, little boy. But then you even learn to look, you know what? I see what they say customers are always right. Even though you wrong, it's too bad too, bro. You got it. So this is what I want us to understand. For those who are on taking notes, that, that this is how we are going to get a little bit further. Because as we visit Ephesians 4 and 11, we have to understand that it's a calling on my life. And you have to identify that calling on your life. Because it's your responsibility to begin to put your hands to that calling that's on your life. You have leaders in your life that can assist you. But the first thing I want us to understand is this. When we are trying to go further in life, how many of us are trying to go further in life? And not just further, because guess what? Many of us, and if I'm lying, y'all stop me. Many of us started on this journey by just trying to go in a different direction in life. What a lie. Many of us started on this journey because, look, I'm not the smartest person, but I know it's time to do Anybody ever been there? I know it's time to do something. Amen. This is what I've been doing. ain't working. And so we started on the journey just wanting to go in a different direction in life. Now, let me ask y'all this here. How many of us have shifted into that different direction? I'm going in a different direction. But now it's time to cover what? Ground in a direction. I want to cover ground. I want to cover ground. How many of us need our minds to shift? What are you doing for your minds to shift? 
Now talk to me. What you know about your mind? Being conscious of what I'm feeding. Being conscious of what you're feeding. And when you say feeding, what you mean? I mean, I mean what I'm watching, what I'm what I'm reading, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm hearing, seeing. What I'm putting in. Man, you know, man, I, oh, I, I said my testimony. This this particular part of my testimony, man, I used to cuss. I used to cuss. I was a victim of a cussing household. <laughs> Mama called my dad out his name so much, and they even thought his name was. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm a victim. I was a victim, but I used to cuss, right? And so now, when I began to, to seek after God, I was, I never forget this. I was on on, on, on a ride to um what's going on with that? Where did it come from? It might be jail. It might be jail and turn into jail. Oh, yeah, trash, yeah. Oh, in my office it's some more water and But look, 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 look. So I was I was coming in and like Ron said, I had to be constant what I feel myself. I used to cuss, right? And you know what I'm saying? If I need to get my point across, I can get it across real, real good. And so this is the thing. God began to convict me of that. Anybody being convicted of what they be saying? Uh, and you still be saying it. Huh? Uh. Could I slow down cussing in my baby's face? Because like God can hear you. Well, he can hear you not listening. <laughs> you put God on me, I'm going to put it right back on you. But look. This is what God did to me, man. I was coming from Louisiana one time, man, and I had, I, this is when we had the CD. I had books of CDs, right? And so everything I listened to was gangster. It was, man, it was hard, hard. You know what I'm saying? And, but anyway, the Lord, I was coming from Louisiana, and he pulled me over, and he told me to pull over in Bridge City. Anybody know where Bridge City is? Bridge City, Texas, like, going to Bridge City, yeah. He pulled me over there at the gas station. He said, Jay, this is, he said, Jay, throw all of your CDs except your gospel CDs. <laughs> In the trash. Huh? Oh, I had real deal stuff. So look, man, I'm talking about this was an era where sound waves was open, serious sounds, and uh, y'all don't know nothing about that. Uh, Sam Goody, y'all don't know nothing about that, right? So he said, throw all your CDs, everything but your gospel music, in the trash. And so you know how I many you know that that, that 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 stupid crazy fake that's a new believer you on fire like that that Lord that ain't nothing. I began to throw them CDs in the trash can man and I got them all out the truck and I left. And the spirit law said, "Now Jake, turn around and go back to him." So I turned around and went back to him. And he said, "Jake, break them up and throw them in the trash." He said, "Yeah." He said, "Because you." We'll turn around and go back out the trash. Then he said, I don't want you to want to give nobody an opportunity. I don't want nobody to have an opportunity to get that. And so I said that to say this here, y'all. This is how he delivered me from cursing. The first thing he did was took away what I was feeding myself. What I was feeding myself. Then he started working on them cigarettes for he, he took them cigarettes away from me. But anyway, long story short, is this here. When, when, when you need God to do something for you, or when you want God to do something for you, the first thing to do is to go to God in prayer. Go to God in prayer. I want somebody to grab, we got a few more minutes. I want somebody to grab James 1 and 5. 
James 1 and 5. James 1 and 5. Write it down. Write it down. First, I'm going to give you six steps. First, go to God in prayer. And then I want you to write down James 1 and 5. And somebody read James 1 and 5 for me. And the word of God says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God. Stop right there. So if any of you don't know what to do, you need to do what? Ask God. But Jay, I've been asking God. And what has he been telling you? Oh. How many of us have been asking God? what to do? How many of us have received some answers on how to do it? How many of us still took the other route? And you wonder why it's not working. Because you're not doing what he says do. And so if you're not doing what he tells us to do, then what are we? This what? Obedience. And obedience is better than what? When was the last time, man? Okay, let, let, let's be for real, for real. See, like, like even when we come into Bible study, man, you, you might be chilling at the house, bro, and you comfortable, comfortable, right? And something just tells you, go to church. And you pass that up. Anybody ever been up? He told you to come, and you don't come. How was that? Can you recall that evening, buddy? That, she said that week. The whole week. Obedience is where God is designed to bring us into. And unless you become spiritually developed, you will never understand how to completely operate in obedience. You gotta do what God tells you to do, regardless as to how you feel about it. If God told you to give your last $20 to somebody, you need to give them your last $20. For real. If God tells you to go somewhere and just pop up and check on somebody, you need to do that. This may not have ever happened y'all, but God may have put somebody on somebody's heart or somebody's spirit and he told you don't call them, don't check on them, and you didn't do it and that person died. That ain't never happened to nobody in here, right? Huh? Man, come on. And so this is the piece. You have to learn how to be obedient. And whatever you don't know, y'all wrote James 1 and 5 down? Whatever you don't know, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach. God says, look here, bro, when you come to me and ask me what to do, he says that I'm not concerned with what you've done. I'm not holding what you repent of that. And ask me what to do. The word of God says in Proverbs chapter 3. He says that if you would just acknowledge me in all of your ways. He says that I will direct your footsteps. Is that easier said than done? Somebody talk to me real, real quick. Is that easier said than done? Has anybody been practicing that? Come on. Has anybody really been practicing? Okay, God, what do I do? Don't overthink it. Don't get too, too, too deep with it. Just say, God, I don't. Some simple things like, like I ain't saying you got to go into a three-day fast on what to cook on next Thursday. All I'm saying is this simple. If you don't know what to do. See, the thing with food is this simple. The objective is to get full. This is why it don't take a, I'm going to be honest with y'all between men and women. This is why it don't take a man long to say, look here, I'm going to eat this here and that's what I'm going to eat. But sometimes when it comes to women, it's like, I'm hungry, but I don't know what I want. And then you throw out suggestions, and that ain't good enough. And then you, and how about this here? How about you say, how about some chicken? Oh, I'm tired of eating chicken. And then they say, go to Panda Express. And but all Panda Express sell is chicken if you don't eat the beef. Yeah, get your food, and they going to eat whatever. Get yours. And they, let me try that. See, that's why I always get something she don't eat. <laughs> that's called good, man. But what I'm saying is this, 
You have to begin to, to ask God. It's like, I'm not saying ask God the little simple stuff that you can make a decision on. You know what I'm saying? Ask God what in, in, in pivotal moments. God, what do I do? God, do I go off or do I be quiet? God, do I put an end to this ill or do I let him go on with it? Y'all see what I'm saying? Let him direct your footsteps in those areas of your life and watch how he begin to change this thing, man. So understand this here. You have to go to God in prayer. And so what happens after you go to God in prayer? God going to begin to speak. Y'all don't miss this. God is after you go to God in prayer, he will begin to speak to you. He will begin. Am I lying? Anybody can attest? Yes. But let me ask you this here. What is he speaking to you? What is he saying to you? His what? Has anybody, has God talked to anybody outside of his word in him? Think about it. The last thing God told you to do, were you able to find that in his written word? Huh? Y'all thinking? She thinking. What about you? In the back. Y'all gonna be in the thought pad one seven forty five. When I say y'all need to hurry up, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> hey, the next thing after prayer is you have to begin to dig into God's word. All right, the primary way God speaks to us is through the scriptures. The primary way God speaks to us is through the scriptures. Some, y'all write down Psalm 119 and 105. 119, uh, chapter 119, verse 105. And the word of God says that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God's word brings light to the past that otherwise seems dark. Is this helping anybody? Because, man, look, Johnny, bro, I Anybody? You don't know? 
What you like to do? Lisa, what you like to do? She likes to punch on people too, bro. She likes that one too. She likes that one too. Come on, what's what you like to do? Y'all know what I like to do. Really? I like to see people move. I like to see people dance. I like to see people walking in the calling. I like to see people being fulfilled by God. Because I honestly know that, bro, the only fulfillment is going to come in the spirit. And you got to take that fulfillment in the spiritual realm and bring it into this natural realm. Ain't no good thing in this natural realm. Period. All you're going to do is have a feel-good moment out here. Y'all think I'm lying, huh? Outside of God, all you're going to do is please your flesh. Make me feel good. Y'all remember Flesh Club? Do something to make me feel good. Birth the man, whole club now. Outside of God, all you are going to do is appease and make your flesh feel good. And once the feeling of the feel good is gone from the flesh, then how, how do you feel? That's the same thing with smoking dope and getting drunk. It's a temporary moment. I promise you, bro, when I was in the streets, I promise I did not see that many people smoking weed like I see people smoking weed today. I am not lying, bro. It seems like everybody named Mama smoke, bro. I ain't lying, bro. It's cool. I'm like, bro, it's like every time I go to the store, somebody buys some cigars. And, bro, I'm like, everybody smoke? But if I wasn't spiritual, I would think that something's wrong with me. I seen somebody, man, somebody was sitting at the bus stop. I seen somebody look like he had just came from a job interview standing on the corner trying to cross the street. And you wonder why you can't get no job. Or keep it. Bro, don't you know that if you have an accident on somebody's job, the first thing they gonna do is pee test you? Y'all seen the meme on, 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 on Facebook that people say, God, this is this, like, God, so this good. My girl just got drug tested, but they took the hell out of her from her weed. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know. <laughs> they say, God, so this good. So you mean to tell me, like, sis, I need to get a half hour from, go ahead, baby. Now, I need to go under there. <laughs> I need to get what's under there. Hey. Well, when you say it's probably that tabella. It better be real. It's probably real. Like, girl, this so happened. Uh, we was watching, we were watching The Voice last night, and I was looking at Kelly Clarkson. And I asked my wife, you know, I'm like, baby, do she have extensions in her house? Hey, they doing it now, bro. They been doing they it. Been doing it. Like, look, y'all, let me let y'all go before Ron hang me in here. <laughs> so you have to determine your gifts and your strengths. Then you need to determine your passions. What am I passionate? What makes you excited to get out the bed in the morning? That's wrong, bro. I use money exactly for what it's created for. 
as a resource. And I do my best to manage steward it right. What makes you drink? What makes you excited to get out the bed in the morning? You're 19 years old. Well, when I was 19 years old, Mark, I was excited. What makes you excited to get out the bed in the morning as a young man? Come on. Johnny took his ass What Johnny said? Johnny took his ass Oh, the women. <laughs> 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 what this man say? Money. But, bro, how fulfilling is the money? Because let me ask you this here. Even at 19, does it not seem as if whenever you get the money, it's already gone? So what's so exciting about it? Let me rephrase that. I'm passionate about taking care of my family, so I got to get up and go get the money. There you go, bro. That's not it. That's not it. What makes you excited? You say you're excited about going crazy. No, I don't. Okay, so you got money. Everybody get money. Everybody got money. Because this is a typical motivation right now for predominantly every youngster. Get money, get money. But what are you doing with the money? I'm riding on mine. Walking on mine. What are you doing with the money? A lot. If you get money and you don't know what to do with it, it's the same as not getting money. What makes us get excited? Okay, what makes you excited to get up out the bed in the morning? Um, what makes you Okay, so I like, yeah, I'm a peace person. I like fellowship. Fellowship. I was just telling Ron that this morning. I say, I say, what well, the problem of it is, you know, so many people they they pride themselves on being introverts. Anybody who know what an introvert is? Any introverts in here? An introvert. She ain't no introvert. She's a An introvert. An introvert. An introvert is a person that that that's really shy and. Don't like to engage with people. An introvert is what you call a popular loner. But I told them, I say, bro, all the introverts I know want to eat. You got to open your mouth to eat. And so we have glorized and, 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 and made famous the introvert spirit to where our people and our young people don't know how to interact socially with people. But how often do people talk about the extrovert? People don't talk about the extrovert. The person that knows how to woo 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 woo. But they wasn't chosen. That was quiet over some long period of time, man. But think about this. Everybody in here know what they are. You feel me? But let me ask you this. If you are introvert, is that really working for you? Because you cannot go relationships uh, and let me show you something about the introvert. That's not the will of God. Because the word of God says that man was not created to be alone. You get in trouble. You get in trouble with people too. But you got to understand, you get in more trouble by yourself. Because it ain't nobody but you in your head. You your only counsel. You the only one that you run stuff by. Come on. You get in trouble like that. And so, this is the piece, y'all. We have to begin. Man, it ain't nothing weak about you. 
It ain't nothing weak about you. God wants to teach us how to live. Then you have to, oh, this is the next point. You have to bring others into your life. You got to bring others. You're going to like the last one, huh? You got to bring others into your life. The word of God says in Proverbs 11 and 14, it says that where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. What does that mean, John? Where there is no guidance, the people fall. But in abundance of counsel, they is saved. Strength and numbers. Strength and numbers. Wise, not foolish numbers. Understand yourself. You have to bring others into your life. Proverbs eleven and fourteen. And the last one we're on is this. Sometimes you have to get away. Sometimes you have to just get away. Right? You got to get away from the hustle and hustle. Everybody in here got something they need to take care of. There is nobody in here that's exempt from the laws of the land. Take solitude, rest in the law. Because you, I don't know the exact script. Oh, you got to take, take, take breaks and get away in God. Amen. Amen. I pray that this helps somebody tonight. Amen. Amen. Tonight. You know, you tonight. Because in life, man, look, bro, we all deal with life. But I'm here to tell you, you don't have to walk this walk by yourself. Amen. You got some solid people that's going to walk the walk with you. You got some people that's around you that's going to call an ace, ace and a spade a spade. That's going to let you know when you tripping. Yeah. Thank you, Jay. You think I'm always fussing, though, man. You say I'm always fussing. You know me? You're not even dressed up. Always fussing, man. Always fussing. What makes you, man? What makes me get excited to get out of bed in the morning time? Because I have my mornings to where I don't want to move. But man, I get excited knowing that there's something out here for me today. We're gonna hear about it on Sunday in the sermon. Yeah, I won't be up. Because you're going to be having the kingdom business with No. Amen. Amen. Those of us who be on the south side, amen. That's all right. We're going to teach it. going to tear the roof off. That's all right. Uh, he is. He, he is. is. He's going to tear it down. That's what he do. That's what he do. That's what he does. Well, we, we're going to talk a little bit more Sunday, amen. And for those who are watching, amen, we most definitely want to give you guys an invite to come keep it with us in the kingdom. You can come to 9001. Airport Boulevard, if you're on the south side, or you can come to 5004 on Lord Coppin Street if you're on the north side. So, most definitely, if you're available, make plans to be in the kingdom. Amen. We ain't going to hold you long, but we're going to go strong. Amen. Amen. Y'all like that, huh? Y'all like that. <laughs> Amen. To God be the glory. This will conclude, man, um, our, um, our, our time for tonight. Amen. 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 Anybody who's blessed? Amen. Oh, man.